Hi, my name is Julian Stodd, and today I want to talk to you about reward and recognition. When people engage in communities, they often do so for very selfless reasons. In fact, if you interview them, what you'll often find is people want to learn, they want to help others to learn, help others to succeed. Sometimes they want to be able to actively support others in doing so. Communities are complex. They require a whole range of motivations and a whole range of activities, which is why the type of leadership we see within a community is often distributed and highly contextual and very fluid. But one thing that we can think about is reward and the recognition that goes around it. There are, of course, many different types of reward. Some rewards are very formal. We say that there's a prize or there's some kind of ranking. So we can look at how people are contributing to a community, what they're adding, and we can score that or gamify it. We can create league tables if people like stuff or don't like stuff. That's quite a mechanistic approach. I think there are forms of, of reward which can be more valuable, which are about seeing the people who add greatest value to the smooth functioning of the community, who demonstrates empathy, who brings challenge, who brings new knowledge, who helps us cross over between communities. Recognising the people that really carry out those underlying functions can be really very valuable indeed. I've been able to do this in some communities where you can use technology to allow people to award their thank yous at the end of every day or at the end of every week. And what you find is the place they give their thanks often clusters. So you'll find that people give one person lots of different thank yous. Those people, if you like, are the social leaders within the system. So to recognise them is really valuable. And to give reward, well, what do people want in terms of reward? What do you seek as a reward when you're in a community? Now, you might say nothing, but even nothing tangible can still be something. Some communities are communities of status or they're communities where we feel valued because of those things I was talking about earlier. There can also be, as well as formal reward, there can be informal reward or socially moderated reward. So a formal reward is where the reward is both nominated and validated by the organisation itself. So if I award you a £20 iTunes voucher for being in this community, that's a formal reward. And I've chosen to give it, so it's also formally validated. But in that example I used earlier, where people awarded thank yous, although the, the reward was formal, I said that we were going to do it, it was validated by the community. The community decided where those rewards were allocated. You can allow communities to take complete ownership of recognition and reward. In fact, when you're designing or when you're planning to build a community, that's often a great thing to do. The final thing to think about is respect, because respect ties quite closely into pride. Um, and it's important to communities that are having really difficult conversations, thinking about, are we doing so on a foundation of respect, or are we moving simply into opposition? If we slip too far into opposition, then our community becomes purely a community of difference without an underlying narrative of difference. And there's a difference. If we, if we just oppose each other, then we're starting to fracture and fragment. But if we can do so with a foundation of respect, then we're more likely to recognise each other's value. But of course, respect will take us back to a conversation we've had elsewhere about trust. The higher our trust, the more respect we have, the easier it is for us to engage in our differences.